Welcome to NEP On Location. Here we hit the road and have conversations with some of the brightest minds from the worlds of public safety, organized labor, communications, politics, and more. In this episode, Jim Molesky is on location at NEP's We Need to Talk Mental and Behavioral Health Conference in Las Vegas and has a conversation with Maddie Fiorenza. Maddie is a retired Anaheim, California firefighter paramedic who now works with Recovery First, first responders treatment centers, helping first responders struggling with mental health and substance abuse disorders. Hi, this is Jim Molesky from NEP Media, on location once again in Las Vegas at NEP Services. We need to talk Behavioral Health Conference. Joining me today is Maddie Fiorenza from Recovery First, First Responders Treatment Centers in California. Welcome, Maddie. Thanks for uh, being here at the conference, and thanks for taking a couple minutes to sit with us uh, and talk on the podcast. Tell us a little about yourself and what you do. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, it's been a great conference. Um, I love that you guys you know, made this a priority for putting this on and, and behavioral health and mental health for first responders. It's, it's a serious topic. So um, I'm a retired Anaheim firefighter, uh, 22 years as a firefighter paramedic with the city of Anaheim. Uh, I, ha- I retired out um, on a back injury and PTSD. Um, and it's a long process, but um, I'm, I made it on the other side of it. And I'm super pumped to do all the behavioral health stuff that I've been in the space for about seven years. Um, doing different things, working uh, in recovery for first responders specifically because I'm in recovery myself. And um, I helped build a treatment center in Newport Beach. It's really successful now. I'm now moving to a smaller treatment center to try and help them out because there's so many first responders that are, that are struggling. So we need good places to send people. Um, I also uh, had a docu- uh, documentary filmmaker follow me around for the last, for about three and a half years. Uh, the documentary is PTSD 911 movie. Uh, it was released last year uh, for special screenings, so we've shown it all over the country, um, which has been really successful and just really opening up people's um, people's eyes to you know the real extreme uh, problems that we can have if not addressed properly. And, um, and I'm really proud of of what came out of that. It's it's making a, a real big impact. Um, I uh, was a shepherd at Save a Warrior, which is a trauma retreat for combat veterans and first responders for three and a half years. Jay Clark, the founder, was one of my mentors. Um, And I just, I really love helping the helpers, you know, because I've been there. I've had a couple suicide attempts. Um, I've been in the psych ward. I've, I've been to treatment a couple times and it's not, it's not fun to be in that place, you know, and and so to get on the other side of it and, and, and do some of the treatments and modalities, like some of the things we're talking about here, brain injuries, which are, you know, more of us have TBI, concussions, and brain injuries than, than thought in the past. So, so I, like, I like to say, because I'm a big fan of Dr. Amen, and I've done some Amen Clinic spec scans where I've actually seen my own brain and was okay. able to have yep. some solution um, that if you don't like behavioral health or mental health, let's call it brain health. Right. Because that's what it's, it's the organ we use for cognition, right? right. So right. that's why I love some of the speakers in the panel they had yesterday about concussions. And I, I like it health. even further that a lot of the folks are saying it's not even, it's not brain health. It's just health. Yeah. It, it's no different than, you know, your brain, your shoulder, you know, I mean, you're like, it's, it's all together. Right. 100%. And that's, and we can get behind that as first responders. It's like, if, you know, if you break your arm, there's, there's a treatment protocol for, 
for getting yourself healthy and, and right. back to work, right? right? So it's the same exact thing. It's just, if you're going to do a long career in police or fire, you're pretty much you're you're going to hurt your knee, you're going to hurt your back, right. you're going to hurt like the, it's it's part of the gig, right? All right, well, you know, just let's normalize, continue to normalize the uh, the. Hey, we're probably occasionally hurting our brains too. Like, you know, we got to and and hey, we hurt a shoulder. You you go, you you get some PT, you strengthen it back up, you come back right. to work, and and let's just make all these other things right. in the same vein, which is, has been kind of the theme we keep hearing over and over right. again. And uh, I, I mean, I think it's it's great that there's there's progress now that seems to be uh, making. I mean, you, you sound like though, like you have a, a truly remarkable story and journey um were these topics things that you were interested in before you started having some challenges yourself or were these things that you've kind of learned since yeah that's a great question you know i when i hired on the Anaheim fire department i wanted to be a I want to be the best truck truck captain you've ever seen right, right? i want right, to cut holes right, and, right. and you know Out they're doing it yeah yep. just doing the deal like like None of this stuff was on the radar, right? Sure. There were there were Vietnam vets transitioning out of the fire service when I was yep. a rookie. Yep. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? So yep. it wasn't at the radar. It wasn't it wasn't on the radar. It wasn't talked about. But looking back at some of those guys' behaviors, there was it, it was fits. a direct response to sure. trauma. Sure. You know that I know now. So when the wheels fell off, man, it was it was not good because right. I'm like I'm the only one going through this, right? I I like I just didn't know what I didn't know. Right. So. It, t- it took a lot of pain. And, well, and the culture, I'm sure, then was, was yeah. hey, suck it up, you know. Or let's go have a drink. Or let's go have a drink, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dead baby call. Let's, right. you know, in the yep. morning, yep. show up at the bar at 6 a.m. One open in Anaheim at 6 a.m. We yep. show up, everyone leave at noon, and I close the bar down. Right. You know? And, and, I, and I learned that a lot, of, um, a lot of first responders have complex PT, PTS, which is childhood trauma plus moral, moral injuries, what, what I have, right? So this sure. anxi- the anxiety kicked in. And it comes out in anger and hypervigilance. And, and like, like I said, I didn't know what I didn't know until, until Suicide Temp ended up at Save a Warrior myself going through that program where I was taught to meditate. I was through equine therapy taught what it's like to, to feel comfortable in my own skin, in my body. You know? and, and after feeling that way for a week and coming home, it just set me on the right path into to my recovery. And it's, you know, it's been a journey. So I, And my personality is such that um, when I get on the other side of something, I want to share it. And I just got really, I started reading the books, you know, I started speaking all over. I started speaking in peer sport classes. I mean, just put myself out there to get the next person, the resources and the help that they needed and ended up being like one of the tip of the spur people when it comes to the behavioral health stuff, you know, like a lot of the folks at this, at this, um, conference I know, and I've been in the trenches with like, you know, we, we have people in crisis you know, I'm definitely one of the people that that they call. You know, as a peer, right? Because I'm not I'm not a clinician. I'm not a doctor. I don't really have any interest in going to school to do those things. But I understand. Not that you enough. walk that path. Yeah, yeah it's just I, I wouldn't want to take myself out of the game to go back to school. I don't know. I might eat my words on that someday. Sure. But you know, I, but I'm 47 years old. I'm retired, and you know, I work uh, for a clinician out in in um, California, uh, Gina Galavan, Dr. Gina Galavan, and we help build um, wellness programs in first responder agencies, you know, and just take a real proactive um, approach. And a lot of it just comes down to training, you know, and normalizing this stuff and telling people that, look, you're, you're not crazy. You're not, you're not, you know, but most importantly, you're not alone. 
Well, let's talk about some of this work uh, yeah. you're you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of continuing on your story. I mean, it seems like you know you 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 went through some challenges yourself. Um, you, you 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 got better. You're continuing to get better, and and now, like I, I was going to say before, you, you you said it before I could say it. You know that now you're clearly all in. Um, oh, yeah. You know on, on this. What so take us through that now. So uh-huh. what is you being all in now? What what are you uh, what are you doing? Um, uh-huh. And how are you helping? And and maybe what are some thoughts? If we, the the great thing about this conference is we have everything from you know PhDs and MDs. Um, to, to literally guys and gals who are here because, hey, why are you here? Because uh, my fire department or police department sent me because we're going to start a program mm-hmm. and we're literally at, sta- at stage one. Right. That's a great place to be because that's, that's progress moving forward. Right. Um, and obviously, you're, it sounds like you're, you're, you're involved kind of in some ways in all of those steps of things. Talk yeah. about that. So for the yeah. folks that are coming out to a conference like this or back home mm-hmm. and saying, all right, we got to start a peer support team or we got to start programs. Um, what, what do you say to those folks, you know, how, how do you start this kind of potentially daunting process of offering support to your members? Oh, that's a great question. There's so much to it. Right. So if, you know, some people are way ahead of the game and and some are, are just starting. Right. So I think police and fire, I think the big difference I've noticed is in starting from the beginning is fire departments and firefighters have been really physically um, the physical wellness of the job has kind of al- always been there, right? Sure. We work out on the job, sure. we, we eat as a family, we cook as a family. So, yeah. so that part of it, um, they're a little bit ahead of police or law enforcement. Yeah, I always so, said that the benefit of the firehouse is you're all sitting around the table, you know, multiple times a day. Uh, whereas uh, I worry about the police officer who's in a car alone, right. you know, for 10, 12 hours, you know, right. uh, and there's that, there's always been that bit, that big difference, yeah. um, yeah. you know, the, there, but, uh, yeah, yeah. No, but, the, but on the peer support side, yep. police have been, you know, and law enforcement are way ahead of fire when it comes to peer support, right. but they're a little bit behind on the physical wellness stuff. So it's, it's all encompassing, right? Spiritually, yep. um, uh, physically, mentally, bodily, like this, all this wellness thing is a big, you know encompasses a lot of things right so um you know if i was talking to to fire i would i would say look you know find the guys find the guys on the job who are not the guys who are gossiping around uh, at the table about other people find the guys the solid guys that are that are mentors in some other way right. you know find your guys that people will go to right. to share this stuff yeah, it's with a natural extension of that yeah. exactly and not the guy that you know it's not you're not looking to promote you're not looking to build your resume you understand you're not gonna get paid overtime for a lot of this stuff it's just you know so you got to find those so find the right people right and the people that got people will trust you know so um same thing on 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 the police side right and then and then you now do you advocate um agencies do do you kind of you find people or do you ask people who are interested or is it a combination of both yeah i think i think um it's a combination of both i in in i know how we did it for our peer support time team was to have people put in interest okay you know are you interested you know here the just like you do for any job buyer yep, 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 yep. um and then we would just kind of as, as a group you know kind of like which guys do you think because yeah. we all know each other right sure. we've been on the job for a long time sure. it's like yeah this guy would be great or this guy would be great so we kind of we kind of just take a poll you know um or I, i've seen other departments they'll they'll put out to the membership hey which guys do you think, you know, which guys would you go to? You right. know? So there are different right. ways of doing it, you right. know. Right. But you really have to build that trust because, man, I've had, I've had guys call me on the job in the middle of the night and tell me some, some really, you know, 
important stuff right. about what's going on with that right. man. And that's, right. that's sacred. Right. That's so sacred. It's like, you know, we're out there helping everybody else and, and out there just doing what we do. But when, when you have a brother or sister call you and say, Hey man, this, I just did this and I'm, I need yeah. help. Yeah. I, I say sometimes, you know, when, when certain people call you, you answer. Like oh yeah, that, that's what I you know. Hey, some people call you like I, I you know, I don't, I, I don't need to talk to this person. Right. This person's calling me at eleven o'clock at night. I'm answering. Yeah. And you that's, know. I mean, that's a peer supporter, yep. right? Yep. And then, yep. and then having having the basic classes, peer support classes that they're out there. You know, yep. you get yep. the, and then uh, yep. critical incident stress management classes and and the Mitchell model and going through how to debrief and and getting really comfortable um, and really practicing. You know, I, I I noticed like we have clinicians that'll come out. Right. There's a critical incident. They'll have a debrief. The clinician will come out. And some departments, I know in Anaheim, we didn't wait for the clinician because we were all comfortable running debriefs. Sure. So we and and that that just it was better for our people. They're like, but when the clinician showed up, it's like, okay, here we have a clinician uh, who's culturally competent. They're here and to to answer any questions or add anything that they think is is pertinent. But we ran it. But a lot of departments they just don't feel comfortable because they don't train. Just like anything else, right? Yep. Pulling hose or. Yep. Throwing ladders, yep. doing scenarios yep. for traumas, and yep. it's the same exact thing in running debriefs. You know, it's just like when it's our own people, we're like, oh, it's real uncomfortable. So, you know, I, I was in the in the space with with, uh, with the veterans and first responders in, in uh, at the trauma retreat, so I got really used to. It. And then being a medic myself and doing assessments on people, it just came it came sure. naturally. Sure. And I I really like want to help, you know. And there's nothing that I just tell guys. There's nothing that I haven't heard. Or that I haven't done myself. Like I'm not going to shame you. That's the big. That's what's killing people, right? It's this shame around, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm doing this dissociative behavior because I'm trying to shut this thing off, you right. know. And and now I'm having ideation, and you know, to tell someone, hey, man, that's normal, you know. Like, and here are the resources. And the the big thing for me too is is on the other end, like on the, on the end of the cities and the municipalities and the and the, you know, the people that sign the checks and, and make the decisions. Yep. It's about building alg- algorithms into your policies and procedures on how to get people help when they're in crisis, right? And the whole work comp system, it's very, yep. it's very yep. difficult, yep. but it's yep. like, hey, you don't want to try and figure it out when a guy calls you in the middle of the night and says, right. hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about killing myself right now. Right. And then, oh, uh, we got to take you to the clinic and then we got to go through all these, pro- you know, fill out the paperwork. It's like, we have, these things have to be built in, yep. you know, and that's what, that's what we do with Dr. Gallivan and the Ultimate Wellness Program. Um, we help departments figure out what those algorithms are to so get their people. Talk a little bit more about this program. It seems, you know, it seems interesting. Uh, yeah. go, go deeper into yeah, so to what you guys do. So Gina Gallivan and Associates, uh, help for fire, help for police, and the Ultimate Wellness Program. And what we do is uh, we'll go in and do an assessment of your, of your department, your peer support team, um, your policies when it comes to behavioral health. And we'll just, we, we'll do a whole report. On making suggestions on you know what you know what we think is you know best practices and things like that. So um, and and we'll work with from you know like risk management, HR, all the way down to boots on the ground. You know, is most of your client base in the Southern California area? Uh, yes, but we uh, we just got a contract in Alaska. Oh, okay. Yeah, Anchorage PD. Wow. So we're uh, we're flying up there to do a full assessment and. You know, and we met them at a conference, sure. you know, just like something like this. And yep. That's why these things are so important, right? Like there's people here from Dallas, from, uh, yeah, North, from Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. We got Tucson. Yep. Like yep. you just get all the people that 
have a heart for this stuff in sure. the same room, sure. which you guys provided for us, and, yep. and things start to happen. Man, so many good things that there's a ripple effect that will come out of this conference Absolutely. that you guys put on. That's been amazing, by the way. Um, that you'll never even see, sure. like how much you're helping people. Sure. You know? And it's, I just get so pumped up, up about it, you know. But that's, you know, that's in a sense that's what we do. And then we, and then you'll we give you a proposal, uh, you sign a contract, and that's you know that's clinician hours, that's um, training hours, because that's important too. Right? Yep. You got a lot of the folks like this information needs to get to the boots on the ground. You know, and so it's it's about hours of training. We do we give certain classes. Um, we'll when you do an, an analysis of essentially collecting data uh, anonymous on the contacts you're making as a peer supporter and what the issues are that your people are having. There's there's uh, LA County Fire is great at this. Scott Ross is really I mean they have this dialed right. So you look at all this data and then you can pinpoint what your folks need training on. Just right. like with anything else, right. you know what I mean? Like, wow, okay, it's uh, a lot of people are having struggles with alcohol or, you know, within like marriage problems or just, and then we have that data, you take that data and then they come to us and say, hey, look, we need a class on X, Y, Z, you know, and it's like, okay. And we find the best people um, that are, you know, tip of the spear teaching this stuff, like some of the folks here and say, like, if it's a relationship thing or whatever, have them into O's. Call me to hey, we need you. You know, come out and give a class to the, to this department on. And no, no different than any other function that we do. Right? That we bring in subject matter experts and get a couple guys trained up as the train the trainers, and you move that's forward. That's it, man. And, yeah. and, you know, teach things like meditation. I, I taught. I was going to. Well, that's been a question I've yeah. been asking a lot of folks. Um, you're obviously, I'm sure, you are uh, exposed to a lot of trauma via others uh, yeah. repeatedly and obviously that has to take its toll. What do you do to take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. What advice do you have to folks who are peer support folks? That's because that, that's Great. been another interesting thing. Yeah. A lot of these people who are new to this, um, are we taking care of them? You know, Because right. um, now they're taking on an extra burden that you, most of them are going to be first responders on the street dealing with their own experiences. Right. Now they're taking on other people's experiences. Yeah. What, what's your experience been with that? Yeah. Daily practice, daily practice and self-care, right. you know, and this is what mine looks like. I get up in the morning religiously, like every morning I get up, I say my prayers, I read my devotional, I meditate, even if it's five minutes, right? right? I make my bed, right. right? And then I, I'm in recovery, so I go to a meeting and then I, throughout the day, I find, you know, three people that I can help. You know, I work a program. I, I do, I go out of my way to do things that I don't want to do, <laughs> you right. know, right. like do the dishes at home, you know, I'm just, right. so, and then I, I'm, I'm in therapy, you know, I, I, I'm doing my own work, I'm doing 12 step work. So that's, that's self care. It's like, I do a lot of introspection and, um, and then on top of my hyperbaric chamber and taking my supplements that I take and going to the gym and working out like, this stuff all has to come first, and then everything everything else falls in the line. So I tell people, you know how you heal other people? You heal yourself. Right. And then right. you have something to transmit. Right. You know, so it's about daily practice. Yeah, somebody used the analogy, uh, it's, you know, when you're on the plane and they tell you, put your own oxygen mask on first before yeah. you help the people around you. And it's, yeah, if you're not if you're not able to, you know, if you're not firing on full cylinders yourself, right. you're not going to be able to help anybody and else. You know, really, how you connect people is by being vulnerable. Sure. Right. And, and. Being your authentic self. That's what works here. And and there's so many layers and stigma around 
you know, first responders because we're alpha. A lot of us have yep. tra childhood yep. trauma, but we yep. put this uniform on and think, yep. you know, Superman. I know. Yeah. So it's like, and there's this fear that, hey, man, if I, if I tell these folks what's going on inside here, they'll kick me out of the tribe, right? Won't invite me to the river trips and I won't. Sure. But the, the truth is we connect, right? you know, and, and when I was out there doing this stuff or doing podcasts or in the film, like, it, you know, I get, every time Conrad shows the film, um, I get a bunch of um, Facebook and Instagram friends, you know, and they're like, hey, I'm, you know, and these people I've never met, right? Sure. They've just seen me in the film and go, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this or that. And, and because yeah, you're normalizing for, things yeah, for them. Right. And I mean, that's the biggest thing I think yeah. for so long, cause it was the opposite, you know, it was, yeah. it was, man, I can't, I can't go and talk to this person. You know, if it was a cop used to hear the term, they're going to give me a rubber gun, you know, right. like, like, and you know, they're going to, I'm going to be in a desk in a windowless room filing papers and, you know, and, and firefighters want to be off the street, but, but the right. same thing. It's like, well, you, but if you hurt your shoulder, you wouldn't think twice about right. being at a desk for a couple of weeks, you right. know, like that's just part of the process. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 it's a shame that that stigma was there for so long. Yeah. Um, no, this is great. Uh, it, tell me, you know, uh, how, how do people find you? How do people find your, 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 uh, your organization? Okay. Yeah. So, um, there's a couple ways you can go to fireman, fireman underscore Maddie on, uh, Instagram or Matthew Fiorenza fireman Maddie on Facebook, um, for recovery first, um, you can email me at maddie at recoveryfirst.com, and that's inpatient treatment, detox, and um, co-occurring, so uh, dual diagnosis, trauma, and, and um, substance abuse or alcohol abuse. Um, for the, it's the ultimate wellness program dot, T-U-W-P dot org okay. for the wellness program, uh, helpforfire.com or helpforpolice.com. And um, and the film is PTSD 911 movie. You can look that up, and actually, you can bring that. You can. There's a way to bring that to your area. Okay. We've done screenings all over, so uh, churches are great places that they'll they'll show the film, and you just invite everybody. You know, my wife's in the film, like, okay. and so it's good for 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 families too. You know, Glendale, city of Glendale, police and fire did a date night for their, uh, for spouses to come to. And it's real powerful. And it's just the questions that they were asking afterwards. And my wife was there on the panel too. It's, it's just, it's great. It's just a good, great conversation starter. So that's something that, you know, you can bring into if you're kicking off a peer support team, sure. you know, it's just a good, it's a good way to start the conversation. But th those are some of the ways you can get a hold of me. And, you know, I, I also have a service dog. I was going to say, I've got, <laughs> I got a friend here sitting on my foot. Right. Uh, tell us a little about your friend. So this is Axel Rose. Okay. He Great is name. The, yeah, he's the better looking, more well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Maybe sings better. He probably does. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I got him when he was eight weeks old. Uh, started training him with an organization called Working Dogs for Warriors. Uh, they're in Rialto, California. Um, buddy of mine, Michael, uh, basically he says we're a mental health program that trains dogs, which I love because they don't just train the dog and give it to you and then you're off on your way. Um, they, you meet uh, twice a week for the first year and then once a week moving forward. So we build a community of it's veterans and first responders with a diagnosis of PTSD. And, um, and I, I started training him at four months and uh, not really realizing how important he would be to my recovery. Um, in, you know, we talk about avoidance and I did a lot of that. I locked my house in my yep. apartment. For yep. the, you know. yep. And uh, I live in Laguna Beach. It's beautiful. Sure. You know? and yep. I, so, um, 
having him like this dog's been more on more airplanes to more concerts to more sporting events than I think most dogs but I but I don't I'm I'm as comfortable as I can be in crowds and still live my life you know on the post-traumatic growth side of it because I have him right. you know so uh, he's amazing it's working dogs for warriors they're fantastic and it's all free for you know which I, I would never be able to afford right. what it takes to train this right. animal right, right, right. But here he is and um, he's all you know he is a rock star like people love him and and now that I'm retired and I'm doing a lot of work um, on my own recovery when I when I go do debriefs um, on a regional peer support level um, I take him with him uh, I take him with me and he can you know he's like almost he does the therapy dog thing yeah so he'll let yeah. people pet him and yep. and so he's just my side sidekick and it's amazing you said me he brought him to concerts has he been to a guns and roses show you know what not yet all right but I'll put that on your list yeah that, that one's on the list <laughs> i don't know if i want to spend the money to, to listen to that guy no not as good as he used to be yeah no no, no. my wife my wife named him no that, that. but uh he's been to you know he's been to coheed and cambria that's great. That's, that's great. Um, well, really, I, I, uh, I thank you for your time. Thank yeah. you for your telling uh, us your personal uh, journey. Uh, I think that's going to be, you know, inspirational to a lot of people. And again, I, I just keep using the word normalized. And you know, it, it, yeah. I think people just need to know, hey, there's there's other folks out here um, that have navigated this path and they have found, you know, resources yeah. one way or another that, that have helped them. Uh, and, and that this is no different than this is just wellness. This is just health. This is, you know, no different than when you hurt your knee. Right. Um, and you got to put in some work to, 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 to get it better and to maintain it. Right. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and to maintain, you know, in, in a injury prevention, uh, obviously is huge now. And this is just part of that. Um, you know, just, just keeping yourself, uh, keep yourself well. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you for being here at the conference. Uh, again, Maddie Fiorenza from Recovery First First Responders Treatment Centers in California. Uh, and again, I'm Jim Aleski from NEP Media, and we have been on location in Las Vegas at NEP Services. We need to talk behavioral health conference. Uh, thank you for once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to NEP on location and Jim Aleski's conversation with Maddie Fiorenza. Maddie is on Facebook at Fireman Maddie and on Instagram at Fireman underscore Maddie. You can also find the documentary film PTSD 9-11 at PTSD911movie.com. Remember to subscribe to NEP on location wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com. And for the latest ideas and information from around the world of public safety, organized labor, communications, politics, and more, please visit our website at nepmedia.net.